This week, user requested Edmund Emil Kemper. The third. That's what happens when you give your kid a name like Emil. Yeah. Edmund Emil Kemper III, American serial killer, rapist, cannibal, and necrophile. He killed ten people, including his fucking grandma, grandpa, and mama. Yep. Hey. Out. Yep. Would you do that? Would I do it? Eat your oh. mom out? Eat my mom out? Yeah. No. Why? Because it's a gross place to live for nine months and then to get out just to go back in. I'm good. I'm pumped that you guys picked this one, though, because I've been watching Love in the Spectrum all week long. Yeah. And we got a big old fucking, hey, I'm Edmund on our hands. That's <laughs> 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 what's going on this week on Death Metal. <laughs> That made my head rattle. Yeah. That still feel like shit. Yep. The yeah. uh we did we did shot ones yesterday and uh it was up to me to pick the liquor out. Yeah. <clears throat> I went through and got all the fancier shit, but it was just all herbal. It was like aquavites and fucking Fernet. That sounds like such a fucking, like, essay's name, dude. Fernet. Fucking, man, you get over there and buy a bag from Fernet, yo. Hell yeah. <laughs> fucking Fernet. <laughs> Fernet's not that bad, man. Nah, it's pretty good, dude. I like it. But with the other stuff. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I... Uh, it just... It, was, it all shouldn't have been in my body. Not a, every fucking bit of everything going on with that shouldn't have been in my goddamn body so i'm all fucked up feeling yeah did you watch love in the spectrum at all i watched a little bit of it oh my god i want to watch it i can't believe that that's a fucking thing that's gone on in the world that uh netflix the parents of the children but they're not kids i mean they're all adults yeah but you know when somebody's taking care of you you're a kid yeah they all live at home and dude what's why they all want to have kids yeah that's every one of them's whole whole deal i mean when they do this one-on-one interviews they're like yeah i want to start a family it's like dude you (laughs) you have no soul (laughs) (laughs) the one dude they're talking to about it i mean i don't know if it's because he's autistic or because he's just fucking gone but he, dude, he should be indicted already. Oh uh, yeah. I know. He's, I know he has or will strike. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it! But they're all Australian too, so now all I can think is that Australians are all autistic. That's where they come from. Because that's the deal with autism, dude. Is that it's it's you're not too far away from being the kid from Mad Max. No, I mean it's just you're not too far away from just being a regular, you know. Yeah. It's sad a couple of times where the parents are like, he looked at me and he's saying, hey, I just want to be a regular bloke. And I said, oh, you're all regular. You just do things your own special way. That always bums me out. But then the whole rest of it, dude, plus they play like the same music that Looney Tunes plays the whole time. <laughs> it's just like, boom, boom, 
bing 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 it's like I think it's like uh And then I will not suffocate it. Yeah. I will never do something like that. Just hold it tight, squeeze it, press its head into my chest, it would look like a complete accident. Uh yeah. It's not something I would do. Have you seen that strange love thing where that lady her son's like thirty or something like that, and he's a he's a quad pay, <laughs> that pays a prostitute. To come over and have oh, sex yeah, with their yeah, son. Yeah, That's so that. wild, man. Sometimes I feel like my bump bump balls are gay. <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's a black dude on a black Australian dude on there that talks about watching gay porn. Like he doesn't know if he's gay or straight. Yeah, but he's like, I, I like to watch a couple of blokes going at it. <laughs> Hell yeah! It looks to me like if in someone was going to put the mouth around your penis, it'll be a man, isn't it? <laughs> God damn it, dude! <laughs> it rules my. Uh, I have several favorite parts, but the top two that I can think of is one. There's these two girls. They're like, let's go talk to the boys. And she just like f- starts fucking frolicking over, and the music's like, boom, beep, boom, boom. <laughs> and then the one girl's like, "Hello, my name's Crystal," and the other girl just comes over and goes, "Hack!" <laughs> and the one's like, "God damn it, Crystal, you fucking blew it again." Yeah, I'll never get a snake in my wet ass pussy. Oh man, I gotta watch that. I gotta watch it. It rules, dude. Sounds awesome. But all I can think about is just a wet ass pussy on the spectrum. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Cramming it, dude. Whew. Wet ass pussy rules, dude. I'm not going to lie. That's a good song, man. I like the way it makes me feel. Yeah. It's dirty. Yeah. It's empowering. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Talk about all the stuff I like. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Sex, dude. It's cool. It is cool. I hope these fucking artists get to figure it out pretty soon. Hey, this one's got to just got to pay him. Pay somebody to go over and. Oh, there's one. There's a Japanese one. There's a Japanese, an Australian Japanese artist. And he goes on this fucking date with this big lady. And it's wild, dude. First of all, she plays that. She pulls out the Nintendo Switch. Yeah. And, like, tries to play video games. And it's like. The realest shit I've ever seen. Is she autistic? Yeah, yeah. Okay. They're all. It's all autistic people dating each other. Okay. She's like, I brought it because I don't like to wait. And it, you like to wait? And he goes, I am waiting patiently. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, she asks him, he's like, what are your interests? And she's like, video games, cartoons. And he's like, oh, okay. Do you like animals? She's like, yes, I like animals. <laughs> what What are your interests? And he goes, the computer? Computer? Or like he said, it's like Asian-y but autistic at the same time. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like, computer? And he's like, what? 
Computer? What? She's like, I don't want to be racist. But she does. Yeah, she does. She definitely does. Yeah. Because you know from Facebook when someone says, look, I don't want to be racist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So even in the the simple mind. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck, dude. Oh, man. It rocks. And then he just, like, pulls the camera aside. Like Ferris Bueller style, like he's just talking to the camera, but she's right there. Yeah. He's like, I don't think it's going very good. <laughs> she doesn't like anime. And then she's like, I like anime. I just like video games more. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, dude. It rocks, dude. Yeah. It rocks. I can't. I can't. I hope that. I just wish they could get a second season because I got two left. Yeah. And I'm not ready to part ways with it. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to just go back. Just going to hang on to it. But, dude, speaking of fucking. Uh, Autists. I don't think anyone's ever been more on the spectrum than Ed Kemper. He's, yeah. Well, he number one. He was a World War II veteran. He went into the war. Was a brilliant military mind. He ended up testing nuclear weapons on the Pacific Proving Grounds. Moved back to California, and he ended up working as an electrical engineer. Clamell often complained about Edmund, which I guess that'll fucking come into, uh, oh, oh, sorry, sorry. God damn it, dude. I'm, I'm, my brain is still in a fog. Yeah. You're not supposed to drink pig's feet. No. You're not supposed to drink Chinese hot mustard. Mm-mm. Not supposed to drink potted meat. The potted meat was the worst, dude. By yeah. Far, by far. Because it, it was just like, slid down my throat. Whew. Yeah, we had drinking potted meat with herbal liqueur. Don't. Don't do it. I'm a dragon. But yeah, so he was the middle child and only son of Colonel Elizabeth Kemper and Edmund Kemper II, naturally, since he's number two. His dad, God damn it, that's where I goofed it up. Dad was a World War II veteran, super smart guy. Tested nuclear weapons, which is how you get an, an autist. Yeah. You get that nuclear dust in your balls, and you end up skeeting a reet. Yeah, well, <laughs> you got to push it out, you know? You push it out. You push it out. <laughs> That's Metallica, isn't it? St. Anger, dog. Yeah. <laughs> he never gets respect. That shit's hard, dude. Dan. Dun, dun. Dwayne. Dun, dun. Run on. <laughs> <laughs> not my favorite. There's some. Uh, there's some su- such ridiculous shit on that album, though. Yeah. We're just like, shoot me again. I ain't dead yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So his father, Edmund II. That's the World War II veteran. Sorry, we already fucked it up up top. That's the nuclear weapons in the Pacific Proving Grounds. Back in California, he's an electrician. Clarinol. Which I've never heard that name. That's a weird name. It's a white name. Yeah. Just a weird white one. She would complain about Edmund Second's menial electrician job, which is that's not something you want to hear. That's a good ass job. Yeah. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> it's like one of the highest paying jobs unless you're like a doctor. If you're not a doctor or a lawyer or like some sort of high power broker, that's a good ass job. Yeah. You're just bitching the bitch. Bitching the bitch, dude. You got it all. Plus, dude, I'm uh, Edmund Kemper's huge. This is what uh, 
a lot of people know him for. I mean, he's six nine. His parents are fucking huge. Yeah. So you know his dad's a peaceman. A big old pipe. Yeah. Edmund was born December eighteenth, nineteen forty-eight. Complaining at his mom. A quote from Ed. He said. Suicide missions in wartime and the atomic bomb testings were nothing compared to living with her. Wow. Yep. This could have been us. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently, is it Claire or Clarinal? Clarinal? What kind of fuck? I can't. Clarinal. Just call her Claire. Claire. Clarinal affected him. She affected him more than 396 days and nights of fighting on the front. Okay. That's a loving relationship, right? Yeah. There, yeah. There's fucking cunt. As a newborn, Ed Kemper weighed 13 goddamn pounds. That's dude. a big baby. It's a big baby today. Like, I, you know, yeah. human beings have gotten bigger as a whole. He was a literal foot taller by the time he was four years old. Fuck. But right from the jump, dude, he exhibited antisocial behavior such as being cruel to animals. When he was 10 years old, he buried their pet cat alive. Holy shit. After it died, he dug it back up, decapitated it, and mounted its head on a spike. At 10, dude. God damn. I was just in the yard having the best time of my life. Man. You know, it's it's sad, but I love shit like this so much. It's so fucking crazy, man. Oh, just <laughs> so like fucking crazy. Bing bong dude. deals. Yeah, man. Yeah. So nuts. Yeah, we're back. We're in, truly in Rancho Cucamonga. There's a little cuckoo. But just 10, dude. Because uh, what's super crazy about that <clears throat> is that is that is an evil inside of you. That's just coming out. There was yeah. no influence. Like he did. They, they, I mean, you know, we're talking about the 1950s. So there was no video games. Yeah. No horror movies like this. Nothing could have twerked his imagination other than the, the inside of his mind. It was just like, dude, got some great ideas, Ed. What would Arthur? Bury the cat. Dig it up. Yeah. Cram his head on his. That's definitely got to be a. Uh, a nurture instead of nature thing. I don't know. You know, <laughs> dude, dude, I, it's beyond that. I would think it's, it's fucking weird. Bananas. Uh, Kemper would later say it. A great thing about Ed Kemper is that he's on the record so much. I mean, he was one of the early psychological studies of serial killers. So tons of info, most of it from his own words. And he's super smart. So he's got a great memory. He later state that he derived pleasure from successfully lying to his family about killing the cat. At the age of 13, he killed another family cat when he perceived it to be favoring his younger sister, Aline, and kept pieces of the cat in his closet until his mother, Clarinal, found him. Yeah, man, what the fuck? Ed! <laughs> Get in here now! Come in here! <laughs> what is this? That's where I go when I take a cub. That's just mittens. Oh. <laughs> God, dude. What do you like? Had the cat paws and he's jacking off with them. Probably, dude. But he probably would have told because he likes to tell. Yeah. The Kipper had a super dark fantasy life. He performed rituals with his younger sister's dolls that culminated in him removing their heads and hands and on one occasion 
when his sister Susan teased him and asked why he did that. And then she also decided to ask why don't you try to kiss your teacher at school? He replied, If I kiss her, I would have to kill her first. God. A child. Yeah. He knew what made him hot. Yeah, man. God damn it, boy. He also recalled that as a young boy, he would sneak out of his house. Armed with his father's bayonet, he would go to his second grade teacher's house to watch her through the windows. Yeah. Please, please, please dump them things out. I had a fourth grade teacher that used to be a gymnastics instructor, and she was real fucking hot. You would go watch? No, I would love to, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I had to go. I like I got a rage and motor man, and, yeah. and I was like sixth grade. And I, she called me up to go turn this paper in. And I was like, "Fuck, man!" I couldn't even waistband it because I was wearing some basketball shorts that weren't like that would hold it in. So I just walked over to the boner, turned it on in, man. Everybody laughed at me. Yep. I ain't got nothing special going on down there. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, what if you were in the sixth grade and you just had a huge ham? I just had like a a regular bone. Yeah, but know? what if you did have a huge one? Yeah. They would have laughed or been like, whoa. They'd probably have been like, holy crap. <laughs> <laughs> That's a grown Can you show man. that to me on the bus? <laughs> That's a grown man's piece. <laughs> he stated in later interviews that some of his favorite games to play as a child were... And these sound tight, dude. This is what I love the beautiful imagination of a free spirited child. Gas chamber, mm. electric chair. All right. In which he asked his younger sisters to tie him up and flip an imaginary switch, and he would tumble over and writhe on the floor, pretending that he was being executed via electric shock or gas. He just knew that's what he was getting. Yeah, yeah. 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 Wonder. I'll have what I desire. Oh, man. Gash chambers when you get about six of your friends and you go in one of your friend's bedroom and you just fucking fart? shut the door and fart. That type of fart that you took a while ago. Oh, dude. It was bad. Yeah. I'm telling you, that liquor is something else. Yeah. I was. I had to leave. And I'm serious. If you do that again, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't care enough. <laughs> I don't care enough to have to sit through that. <laughs> it was so bad, man. Yeah, keep it in. I tried. He had a couple of uh, near-death experiences as a child. Once, his older sister tried to push him in front of a train. Another, she successfully pushed him into the deep end of a swimming pool where he nearly drowned. The world would have been a better place. Well, probably not. We wouldn't have this episode. No. We would learn everything we know about serial killers if it wasn't for him. Kemper was very close with his dad, so he became devastated when his parents separated in 1957. Clarinel ended up getting custody of him, and she took him away to Helena, Montana. He had a horribly dysfunctional relationship with his mother, who was a neurotic, domineering alcoholic who frequently humiliated and abused him. Clarinel would often make Kemper sleep in a locked basement because she feared that he would harm his sisters. He regularly mocked him for his large size. He was six foot four by the age of 15, and she called him a real weirdo. <laughs> well, yeah. He you know, was. well, yeah. Mom, I'm not going to hurt my sisters. I'm just going to eat them out. 
in my gas chamber. What if, what if, like, she was never, she wasn't even an alcoholic until she found the fucking dead cat parts in the closet? Yeah. It was like, all right. Where's the bottle? Yeah. Where's the hooch, eh? Okay. Well, I don't, what do you, what do, you do? I don't know, but you felt like you were, you like, in a, you were, no, I thought you were, thought no, something I was thought coming, coming that. out the old uh-huh. fucking computer processing over there. Uh-uh. Okay. Yeah. She refused to show him affection out of fear that she would turn him gay and told young Kemper that he reminded her of his father and that no woman would ever love him. Kemper later described her as a sick, angry woman. And it has been postulated that she suffered from borderline personality disorder. Mm. At the age of 14, Kemper ran away from home in an attempt to reconcile with his father in Van Nuys, California. Once he was there, he learned his father had remarried and had a stepson. He stayed with his father for a short while until the elder Kemper sent him to live with his paternal grandparents who lived on a ranch in the mountains of North Fork, California. Kemper hated living in North Fork and described his grandfather as senile and said that his grandmother was constantly emasculating him and his grandfather adding another layer to his hatred of women. But he's all—he's only around terrible women. Yeah. And all, how do, is she emasculating them, you think? They're just rolling in like, hey, you fucking faggots. Yeah. Can anyone get <laughs> stiff enough to fuck my ass? Are you dorks just going to sit here? <laughs> I need shredded wheat. <laughs> um, <laughs> shredded wheat. Yeah. That is the one that everybody's that are great nuts. You know? <laughs> That's grandparents cereal, dude. Yeah. That shit sucks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> uh. On August 27, 1964, at age 15, Kemper was sitting at the kitchen table with his grandmother, Maud Matilda Huey Kemper. And they had an argument. Enraged, Kemper stormed off and retrieved the rifle that his grandfather had given him for hunting. He came back in the kitchen, fatally shot his grandma in the head before firing two more times in her back. Some accounts mention that she also suffered multiple post-mortem stab wounds with a large-bladed kitchen knife. When Kemper's grandfather, also named Edmund, duh, returned from the grocery store, Kemper went outside and shot him in the head right in the driveway. He wasn't sure what to do next. So he phoned his mother, who told him to contact the local police. Kemper waited there to be taken into custody. After his arrest, Kemper said that, I just wanted to see what it felt like to kill Grandma. God damn it, boy. Yeah. Losing his cool, man. Yeah. Losing his yeah. goddamn cool. Losing it all, baby. And that testified on the stand that he killed his grandfather so he would not have to find out that his wife was dead. So thanks. Consider it, man. He's a good, he, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, thanks. Underneath that hard exterior. Just After all that shit Tucker Grandma did to us, I wanted to spare you yeah. the sight of her murder. Yeah. Don't want you to be demasculated by her fat, dead body. Yeah. Should have hollowed out her tits and put shredded weed in them. <laughs> Psychiatrist Donald Lund, who interviewed Kemper at length during adulthood, wrote, In his way, he had avenged the rejection of both his father and mother. 
Kipper's crimes were deemed incomprehensible for a 15-year-old to commit. And court psychiatrists diagnosed him as a paranoid schizophrenic, mm. then sent him to Atacerdo State Hospital, a maximum security facility that houses mentally ill convicts. At Escadero, California, youth authority psychiatrists and social workers disagreed with the court psychiatrist's diagnosis. Their report stated Kemper showed no fight of ideas, no interference with thought, no expressions of delusions or hallucinations, and no evidence of bizarre thinking. They also observed him to be an intelligent and introspective young man. Initial testing measured his IQ at 138, over two standard deviations above average. He was re-diagnosed with a less severe condition, a personality trait disturbance, passive-aggressive type. Yuck. Oh, man. I hate that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's definitely not a paranoid schizophrenic, but no, he's, he's also definitely not fucked up, you know. There's something. There's something. Caking up there. Something going on in the kitchen. And I don't know who's cooking. Quit doing that, man. You said it was on my side. It's all my side. I'll piss right here. And I'll fart. quit, dude. I won't do this. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, I'm close. Later in his time at Ascadero, Kemper was given another IQ test, which gave him the result of 145. Smart fellow. Very smart. Kemper endeared himself to a psychiatrist by being a model prisoner and was trained to administer psychiatric tests to other inmates. One of his psychiatrists later said he was a very good worker, and this is not typical of a sociopath. He really took pride in his work. Kemper also became a member of the Jaycees. Do you remember who else was a member of the Jaycees? John Wayne Gacy, right? Yep. Gacy. Jaycee. Jay. <laughs> it was a leadership group for youths while in the Atscadero and said he developed some new tests and new scales on the Minnesota Multiphasic Personality Inventory. Specifically, an over-hostility scale during his work with Ascadero psychiatrists. Later, after his second arrest, Kemper said that being able to understand how these tests function allowed him to manipulate his psychiatrists and admitted that he learned a lot from the sex offenders to whom he administered the test. For example, they told him it was best to kill a woman after raping her to avoid leaving witnesses. What the fuck, man? Yeah, prison's cool, dude. But it's you so pick up some real nuggets. Yeah, what's so crazy though is like he's just pretty much using all that to his advantage to be able to hunt people. Too smart know? to live, dude. Yeah, fuck, man. You get that type of brain on you, you gotta go. You gotta get just him and Hitler. A lot of other people causing problems. Yeah, Bundy, Ted uh, Bundy, BTK, BTK, that yeah. fucking idiot was super smart. Yep. and super dumb. Yep. That guy sucked, dude. Imagine how annoying it'd be Ugh, to be around. Man. Art like things. Cool, man. I bet his cum Love sounds... Love to hear about him. We're the worst, man. Oh, dude. He loves to take a cum. 
I love taking a cum too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you gotta dress up like a lady and tie your parts all up. Yeah. To take yeah. a cum. Yeah. Excuse me. <laughs> Can right. I borrow your scarf? I need to tie myself up so I can take a cum. <laughs> yeah. uh, December 18th, 1969. The Summer of Love, baby. 21st birthday. Kemper was released on parole from Atscadero. Against the recommendation of psychiatrists at the hospital, he was released into the care of his mother, Clarinel, who had remarried, taken the surname Stanberg, and then divorced again. Surprise. He couldn't handle it. At 609 A. Ord Street, Aptos, California. A short drive from where she worked as an administrative assistant at the University of California, Santa Cruz. Kemper later demonstrated further to his psychiatrist that he was rehabilitated. And on November 29, 1972, his juvenile records were permanently expunged. The last report from his psychiatrist read, If I were to see this patient without having any history available or getting any history from him, I would think that we're dealing with a very well-adjusted young man who had initiative, intelligence, and who is free of any psychiatric illness. It is my opinion that he has made a very excellent response to the years of treatment and rehabilitation that I would see no psychiatric reason to consider him to be of any danger to himself or to any member of society. And since it may allow him more freedom as an adult to develop his potential, I would consider it reasonable to have a permanent expunction of his juvenile records. Hell yeah, dude, you're a great doctor. God damn, man. What is up with that time period? Do those people just like, right, you can just go. This It'll is be good. the dawning of the age of some gay bullshit. Age <laughs> of some gay bullshit. Dude, you just let, they did a Richard Chase, like after he just fucking popped some birds open. Yeah, well, they didn't want to deal with that. Yeah, that's hell why, no. That's why they let him go, dude. Yeah. They went 100% kicked Richard Chase out because he munched birds like yeah, that. God, they dude. were like, okay, <laughs> do we have to keep him? Because if not, he can go. I don't want to clean up bird dust anymore. <laughs> bird dust. While staying with his mother, Kemper attended community college in accordance with his parole requirements, and he had hoped to become a police officer every time, dude. Yep. That's what they're all horny for. That's the personality. Everyone that's a cop, same thing but was rejected because of his size. At the time of his release from Ascadero, Kemper stood 6'9", which led to his nickname Big Head. It wasn't because he was tall, it's because he was fat as fuck. Yeah. Let's just be clear. Because, I, I mean, I don't think police force would ever be like, ah, oh, dog, you're too tall. He was fat. He was out of shape. What now, kinda, they don't care anymore. Yeah. What kind of car do you even fucking drive? Like A regular-ass car, dude? Could he fit in one? Like a, a cruiser or whatever? Yeah, dude. He's only five inches taller than you. Oh, okay. Well. Or six inches taller than you. I was just sitting there thinking, like, not even just, like, fitting in the car, but getting down into the car, you know? It's like getting into a go-kart or some you shit. You're like he's, like, 7'10 or some shit, dude. That's a big motherfucker, man. Yeah, but not that. I mean, yeah, sure, but. I don't know. I just. Not 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 car driving. Yeah. Shaq can drive a car, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shaq's sure. way bigger than this fool. Kipper maintained relationships with Santa Cruz police officers despite his rejection to join the force and became a self-described friendly nuisance at a bar called the Jury Room 
which was a popular hangout for local law enforcement officers. Kemper worked a series of menial jobs before gaining employment with the State of California Division of Highways. During this time, his relationship with Clarenol remained toxic and hostile, with them having frequent arguments that their neighbors often overheard. Kemper later described the arguments he had with his mother around this time, stating, My mother and I started right in on the horrendous battles. Just horrible battles, violent and vicious. I've never been in such a vicious verbal battle with anyone. I would go to fists with a man, but this was my mother, and I couldn't stand the thought of my mother and I doing these things. She insisted on it, and just over stupid things. I remember one roof razor was over when I should have my teeth cleaned. Whether I should have my teeth cleaned. Man, that was a real roof razor. Yeah, that's just <laughs> what the fuck, man? God. Autistic people, dude. They be, saying, yeah, man. they be saying shit, dog. God. When he had saved up enough money, Kemper moved out to live with a friend in Alameda, California. There, he still complained of being unable to get away from his mother because she regularly phoned him and just showed up to pay surprise visits and have roof razors. God. Your mom is just horny for you, dude. Have sex with her. Get it over with. Pound it up. He often had financial difficulties, which resulted in his frequent returning to his mother's apartment in Aptos. At a Santa Cruz beach, Kemper met a student from the Turlock High School to whom he became engaged to with in 1973. Classic, dude. God. One to be with a high school student. Yep. And they always get married uh, and like fucking to, to sort of like cover up all these other things or just like this normal, you know, family life all serial killers dude, try to have. It's autistic stuff. I'm telling yeah. you. Yeah. That's what, yeah. <laughs> after watching, dude, <laughs> I'm the, I feel like I'm an autist expert right now after uh, watching fucking Love on the Spectrum because. They, they're so horny for family life. I, I, there's something I don't get. And a lot of them... And I know it sounds like I'm trying to be a shithead. I'm really not. I'm just trying to think about it. Because to me, like, the way... I Because you can listen... There's a ton of Ed Kemper interviews out there. You can listen to him. Yeah. And uh, my impersonations suck. But he really is, like... After watching that show... Or knowing autistic people... He's, he's, in, the, he's in that world. He has the type of, like... He's very intelligent, but when you when you when the camera's looking at him and he's talking, he's just disconnected. You know. Yeah. That's like. Well, that's that can that's that's more the psychopathy then because they're just disconnected. Period. To but he also has that monotone shit going yeah. on where he's just sort of far free for for yeah. We'll get me a glass of ice water. Yeah, pretty much. But <laughs> but. It, it, being on the spectrum and then being like real smart and just not having like a soul or two different things. A lot of those people, like the high, I don't think so. High functioning uh, autistic. I don't people think autistic are. people have souls, dude. <laughs> That's what it looks like, yeah, man. man. But all of them are just like shark eyeing the camera, talking about how bad they want a family. Yeah, and it's a, it's fucking sad. It would be sad if Netflix wasn't playing. <laughs> In the fucking background, God, like, oh, man. what's this little woodchuck up to? <laughs> <laughs> Crap. Uh, it's crazy. 
But that that uh, that's such a strong desire for them because I don't know. But it, I don't know what they're trying to cover up or like if it's a severe feeling of wanting normalcy, maybe. Because they all of the all of the kids on the show, I keep saying kids, but they're in their twenties most of the time. They live at home with their parents. Their parents all are super fucking cool. Yeah, every single one of them. That's where you get fucked up watching Love on the Spectrum. Is the parents are like, yeah, I mean, he's such a sweet kid. He's just as like, not what people consider normal. So, I feel like I feel like a parent like that develops. Uh, a, re- a good a good comedic relief in a lot of ways they're pretty you know a lot of people I know that have handicaps usually a lot of their families don't like not necessarily laugh at it but they kind of all joke about it even the people that are in, in the family like the people that have the the special needs yeah, are usually in on it so time. you know yeah just to go start laughing yeah just, <laughs> 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 rocks right guys yeah. <laughs> show up to the special olympics and start cracking up well, there's one where this dude is like I've already picked out a wedding ring. It's kind of like a crown for my hypothetical queen that I will have. <laughs> and his mom goes, you hope you have, and maybe you'll have. He goes, no, don't say that. I will have. <laughs> it's like, oh, you kind of hope, and you think, and you won't. He goes, no, I will half. It's like, okay, okay, uh, you crack. win Break out the fucking graham crackers and milk. <laughs> Somebody use some Dunkaroos to calm yeah. his ass down, dude. Yeah. I know Australians got Dunkaroos still. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, I come from a land down under with Dunkaroos aplenty. <laughs> Good. You gotta be made for autistic. Stop having a spaz attack. Sit down and dunk them. Yeah. You want some dunks? Oh, you want a dunky? You want a little dunky? I love those motherfuckers, man. Yeah, for sure. Those are dude. the best cookie, dude. No. No, uh, for like snack, get snacks. No, dude, I'm, I was thinking about this today. Actually, the best cookie, the best store bought cookie you can get, are the fucking frosted animal crackers. Oh yeah, those are great. The king. Yeah, the, that's the best, dude. Those are so good. It's beyond good. Man, that's the number one store bought dessert. You can make cookies way better than that, or you could go to like a high end bakery, and get cookies way better than that. But if you're going to the store, they're untouchable. Man. Where was it? Who had a fucking uh, frosted animal cracker ice cream? Dairy Queen. Yeah. I ate it. It banged. Yeah, that shit was good. Let's go. Hell. Tell Brian to pick up some. (laughs) Dude, I'll see if he will. I got cash. He wants it. You know he wants (laughs) to go, dude. He wants it, man. He just stays munching. I already had a fucking uh, Snickers, a banana Snickers Sonic Blast today, too. You did what? I had a banana Snickers Sonic Blast today. Oh, hell yeah. It rocked. Yeah. I recommend it. Yeah. I wish they would make those Elvis uh, Reese's Cups, man, the ones with the banana slices in them. Have you had those? No. That sounds good. Dude, horrible. no, they're awesome. Banana slices in them? I don't know if it's banana slices or it might be like a meringue or some shit. Yeah. It's fucking good. But the, uh, what you can get, dude, you can have at Sonic, if you get the app, you can have them put a banana in anything. So you could get banana Reese's. Hell yeah. Smacks. All right, man. Well, I'm glad you're fucking checked out. Oh, you told me to text Brian. I'm doing that. (laughs) I didn't literally mean, well, now, I I mean, I do want the ice cream. Do you want me to text him or not? (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) It's out of the way, dude. I don't know. Anyway. All right.
<laughs> God damn it. I was kind of joking, you know what I mean? A little bit of room. Yeah. But anyway, my man is married a high school student, which is... I mean, you know, we're, it's 1973. He was born in 48, so he's 25. Married oh, a high school man. kid. And I know... Here's the argument that people will bring up a lot when you get grossed out about shit like this. Is that back in the day, that would happen a fair amount. Like, my grandpa was seven years older than my grandma. They were both somehow in college. My grandpa didn't start college till later. Yeah. But they were both in college. It's still a little bit weird, you know? Yeah. It's like, dog. I think the legal age of consent was different, too, you know? Probably. And that doesn't even say what age she is, too. I, I mean, mean Jerry Lee Lewis married his fucking 13-year-old cousin. Well, if you get married, dude, it's all, all bets are off. Like, yeah. If your parents are like, yeah, it's chill. Yeah. Then it, fucking he's going to... Do meth and oh, I've been shaking and rolling and died your fucking ass. You're just a child, but your mom gave me a pass. Come on, tinky 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 yeah. God, oh man, <laughs> that dude sucks. Uh, oh, fucking fast fingers, Makuda. Makuda? Yeah, it was fast as hell, bro. Who cares? Who fucking skill you, dork? Uh, man. Fucking dork ass pedophile. Yeah. Same year, he began working for the highway division. Kemper got hit by a car while he was riding a motorcycle so bad. I mean, the, the motorcycle was totally... He recently purchased it. His arm was badly damaged in the crash. He got a $15,000 settlement, which is a... That would be a 90000 today. Yeah. Pretty good challenges. And that's in a civil suit that he filed against the car's driver. He was driving a 1969 Ford Galaxy that he bought with part of his settlement money. He noticed a large number of young women hitchhiking... And began storing plastic bags, knives, blankets, and handcuffs in his car. Ramping it up, dude, just trying to see what he could do. He then began picking up young women and peacefully letting them go. According to Kemper, he had picked up around 150 hitchhikers before he felt homicidal sexual urges, which he likes to call... Little zapples. Those apples? Yeah. Damn. Sometimes I would just get little zapples. That's fucking weird. He's a weird fuck. Yeah. Dude. Zapples, man? He's the weirdest fuck, yeah. Or just, you know, you know when you receive just a little zapple? That sounds like a good ass fucking drink or something. Yeah, like, a, like, like a snapple. snapple. Yeah. Snapples aren't good, dude. No, they're not. No. I can't think of one that's enjoyable. Nope. Not one. That shit sucks. I do like Gatorade Zero, though. Yeah. That's what I think. Yeah. I like the Powerade Zeros better. You're a fucking dumb idiot moron. No, I'm not. Is that opinion? Your opinion sucks. Okay. I hate opinions, dude. Yeah, I know. Thank you. I know you do. <laughs> Powerade? Yeah. Which one? Yeah, you got that melon one. It's good as fuck. All right. I'll try it. It's good. It's a good one. So usually at Walmart, it's just on the fucking shelf. They're I just not don't even like Powerade. Yeah, but I guess maybe the zero ones could be different. Yeah. Who knows? They don't seem like they have as much Gatorade type stuff in them, but I don't know. I think they just taste better. I don't know. I like them better. 
Which Gatorades have you fucked with? The, the zero variety. Uh, you tried the berry one? The berry one's good. Man. I don't, I don't dis, dislike. I like them, you know. But. That berry one, dude, is something special. Yeah. yeah. Gatorades made me dump, though. Yeah. Are you dumping right now? <laughs> I mean, you, know, like you got that look and the smell. It's just a fucking... <laughs> Taking a shit <laughs> right here, right <laughs> in my pants. Change me. Yeah. Somebody was like, "Is that a baked potato cooking?" Dude, no. You're change no. me. <laughs> you're I'll change, change my pants. I'll change it, dude. That dude yesterday that threw up in the fucking bathroom. I'm, I know there's going to be a discussion about it that I'm not looking forward to. Yeah. Because like yeah. I knew I should clean it up, but it smelled so bad. It was too was bad, like, man. I'm yarf. I walked in there to go check, and I'm just like, oh. You know, like, dude, I used to be a janitor, man. Nothing bugs me. That was the worst smelling barf I've ever smelled. Everywhere. With the Febreze (laughs) thrown down in there. Uh, That sucks, dude. That sucks, dude. That's so good. Don't buy anything from Terminal Nation. (laughs) (laughs) If you bought their final, send it back. Yeah. Yeah. Woof. Shout out to Stan, though, for getting that fucking thing out, though. Dude, he dug it out. Yeah. Man. That was wild as fuck. I would have never, ever done that. Yeah, that's a good dude right that's there. That's a good friend, man. Yeah. Fuck. He couldn't, but he was like, I'm going to fix this. He was like, no, nah, can't even fix this problem. <laughs> and fucking potted meat, liquor, mayonnaise, chip. That puke. potted meat shot was so bad. Yeah, man. It just, like... Because, like, my bar trick is to shoot an egg. I've done it so much. And I, I don't, like, if you t- if I take raw egg by itself and put a little hot sauce in it, I don't mind it at all. Yeah. It's like, when I'm, like, super concerned about getting protein and shit, you can do five of them and it's chill. Yeah. Like, you don't feel near as full. as it? It's hard to eat cooked eggs sometimes. Sure. Like, they take forever. They're not that great. Yeah. So, yeah, I just, it's not a big deal to me. So, but so I can like slide shit down my throat, you know, and that pot of meat just like the texture in my throat. <laughs> Fuck, <laughs> the man. From a dude. Yeah, I hate it. It was horrible. That it was, was so bad. horrible, dude. Yeah, whenever we went that to was the, the closest. I'm, I can't wait to watch the video because I I could feel myself like turning. Oh, I was. I could feel myself. I was getting uh, fucking crazed. Well, my goddamn neighbor just came over. <laughs> 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 ate up. Just sat here for like an hour, dude. Yeah, I didn't want to be like, "Hey, get the fuck out!" But Jesus Christ. Yeah. Well. Yeah, yeah, but anyways, yeah, we talked about the violent barfs terminal nation. Don't buy any of their shit. Yeah. Just kidding. They're pretty cool. Boycott them. Yeah. yeah. I'm not joking. <laughs> <laughs> Barf all over the fucking bathroom. I'm probably gonna get bitched up for it. Oh uh, well. I don't think he remembers. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's true. <laughs> I guess it was our fault for getting him honkled on. Gross, <laughs> yeah. Gross stuff. Uh, uh. Kamala Harris like fuck a politician or something? Why? I keep seeing memes about she fucked her way to the top. Oh, there's. I just don't know enough about her or anything, or nor do I really care. But yeah, well, I wonder if she just, you know, maybe she did. Good for her. Joe Biden's wrinkly fucking cock. That dude's eyes are the most dead fucking eyes ever. Biden? Yeah. They look like, you know, like, they look like an old person before they go, you know? Yeah. That's weird. 
Yeah, he does have a weird look. I saw a video where some one of those hosts was like trying to tell him to get a, a cognizant test or whatever. Yeah. He was like, whoa, wow. Why the hell would I do that? It's like, that's tight, dude. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know you're trying to get me riled up, take me on, but that's stupid. Oh, man. I bet they, I bet him and uh, Mr. Kemper probably fucking have a lot in common. Yeah. Autism. Autism. That shit where Biden was like giving a speech at the pool he used to hang out and he was just like, I used to come to this pool. Me. Be a lifeguard. And I'd get up here and all the little black girls would come up and little kids would sit on my lap and they'd see my blonde, I have blonde leg hairs. And they'd see my blonde leg hairs and they would go, look at those blonde leg hairs. And they just want to touch them and rub them. So I let him over my lap and let him touch my blonde leg hairs. And then one time, this guy's a gang member. This guy's in a gang. He's a gang member. And gang leader. He's a Corn gang Pop. leader named Corn Pop. Gang leader. Named Corn Pop. From across the street. In a gang. We caught him out here at the pool one time. We got into it. And he was supposed to meet me out there at night. And I said, hell, Corn Pop. I was scared. So I went downstairs. And that old janitor came down. And he said... You're going to have to go out there and face Corn Pop. And I said, all right, I'm going to do it. And I went up there, and he said, I never thought you'd come up here and face me. And I said, well, I am. And ever since then, me and Corn Pop get good friends. Corn Pop. I want to see him. Let's see Corn Pop. Yeah, where's he at? <laughs> That's a... Somebody that, named fucking Corn Pop. Corn Pop, dude. That's a made-up... pop a Corn Pop, a popcorn. That's, That's what I do, motherfucker. That's a made-up... White person gang name. Like on the spot, too. Yeah, dude. Just, uh, oh, old corn pop. Fucking corn pops. Yeah, he's a kook, dude. The whole thing sucks. Yeah. I'd love to see. Uh, we have a politician hasn't been shot in a long time. <laughs> Damn it, man. Somebody shot some fires off outside of Trump's thing, so. No, but they didn't shoot him. Oh, well, yeah, I know. I'd love to see him go. God. The hard way. Yeah. Fuck, man. I guess that's it, dude. I'm out okay. of steam. Yeah, steam. Yeah. That's uh, part one. It's a three-parter, I guess. Yeah. So. Uh, make sure you check out the sponsors. Oh. KmanCoffeeCo.com. They're your sponsors. DMD20. <laughs> at checkout, get you 15% off. And then BeerBong.com. Same code. DMD20. Twenty percent off. You're not a real punk, dude. No, I'm not. I I maintain my integrity. <laughs> but yeah, well, true underground arts. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, I picked uh, Devourment uh, Abomination Unseen, which is about this dude that's fucking cool. his mom's head. Yeah. So we haven't got there yet, but yeah. Yeah, I mean everybody knows though. I'm going to her search for her. Goddamn. All right, we'll see you on the next one, motherfucker. Ooh.